Greetings and salutations, all you clutchers and clutchies out there, out on YouTube and on TikTok. What's going on, guys? How we doing? This is episode number 16. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Let's get into it. Are you ready? I'm ready. We have a lot of sports to talk about today. First, let's talk about my Boston Red Sox. Wow, do we need to win a lot of games in order to take our division? Will we take the division? I don't know. Possibly not. We could, but we have a lot of work to do right now with the Boston Red Sox. Because here's the thing. We got Kyle Schwarber. We got, I was about to say Didi Gregorius, but we don't have him. We have Hernandez, Dahlback. Wow, we got a lot of talent out there, and we have a lot of stuff to do in order to win some games. But wow, the New York Yankees are on an 11-game winning streak. Can they stop winning? They need to stop winning. Come on, Yankee fans, players out there, lose something. The Red Sox need to catch up. Come on. We weren't supposed to be this good to start the season. We really weren't. I'm surprised I'm even talking about how well the Boston Red Sox are doing right now. I would have never expected that. Never expecting that the Red Sox would be third place in the AL East and striving for a playoff position. Plus, we got the second wild card, which is great. Oh, uh, you know, the New York Yankees are first. Then we're second, which is amazing. But, you know, I kind of want us to go over that hump so that we can have the home game in face of New York Bombers. But we won't. It won't happen. But this Red Sox team is trying to show us something. Because here's the thing. We got a big stretch of games going on here. The Red Sox are losing right now as we're speaking, I think, if I'm correct. Let me double check. Yes, we are losing one nothing to the Minnesota Twins. Why? Why are you losing to the Minnesota Twins? They aren't a great team right now in the West or whatnot. We're supposed to be the better team. The Red Sox barely won last night 11-9. to But here's the thing. This team needs to start winning games. They can't be down nothing, two nothing, or even four nothing to sorry teams like this, the Minnesota Twins, like the Texas Rangers. How do you lose to a last place team? You gave them forty wins with the win on Saturday night. You lost ten to one. What talent does the Texas Rangers have right now? They don't have any talent. Sure. Rock Hole is the only good talent on the Texas Rangers. But why, why would you give the Texas Rangers a win? You should have easily swept the Texas Rangers last weekend. Having a 10 to 1 dispout, not looking good for the Red Sox right then and there. But gratefully, you know, there was supposed to be a hurricane on Sunday, which never happened. But, you know, I'm glad they canceled the game Sunday because, you know, Everyone was in a worry in a big hurry, just in case if like the big hurricane came. But we got the walk-off grand slam from Travis Shaw on Monday night afternoon, whatever. Great. Red Sox got their 71st win. Awesome. But you know, Hunter Renfro, wow, what a great pickup for the Boston Red Sox. If you ask me who's been the best acquisition for High Bloom, it's definitely Hunter Renfro. Because, wow, was he hitting absolute piss missiles out of Fenway Park the, the past couple of nights and the past couple of series, too. He's on the verge to win, to win, to hit at least 30, 31, or maybe 32 home runs, possibly this season. And if the Red Sox make it to the wild card game, I think he has a huge opportunity to show himself why the Tampa Bay Rays, why the San Diego Padres kind of, let him go because he hasn't really been in the playoffs. If you ask me as a Boston Red Sox fan, he hasn't really done much for the Tampa Bay Rays, for the San Diego Padres or whatnot. But, you know, who knows? Maybe Hunter Revco can pop up. Maybe he will have a great season for the Boston Red Sox. I think he's the best probably outfielder we've had since I'm not going to compare him to Mookie Betts. I mean, no one can compare him to Mookie, but other than that, Hunter Renfro 
has been throwing guys out on the dar, on the money to get players out. He's been hitting absolute home runs. I think he's hit maybe one or two grand slams. Last night he had a huge three-run homer and a two-run shot and whatnot. And it was just amazing to see someone from the acquisition of Pine Bloom to do really well. You know, it was great. Hi, fans of baseball. How's it going? Um, but, you know, here's the thing. Hunter Renfro is a great acquisition for the Boston Red Sox. He's been doing well. He's been probably one of the best acquisitions that, you know, Bloom has done. Yeah, you can give him crap for not doing anything right for, you know, the Boston Red Sox during the trade deadline. And, you know, sure, you can give him crap for that. But here's the thing. Heim Bloom hasn't done that bad of a job. I know we, we needed pitching prospects. We needed, like, you know, Max Scherzer, uh, Jose Barrios, or whatnot. And Miguel Sano just homered. Now it's 2 nothing Minnesota. Come on. Come on, Red Sox. Really? It's just like this Boston Red Sox team, it needs pitching. The bullpen needs some more help because here's the thing. Tanner Howark and, you know, Nathan Ovaldi against the New York Yankees, they had great pitching, but their bullpen just couldn't find answers for them. And that's really sad to see as a Boston Red Sox fan right now. You know, we have great pitching in sale, Howark, you know, Erod, Ovaldi, and whatnot. But the bullpen, it's just the bullpen's crap in the bed right now. And it's not looking very good for the Boston Red Sox. But you need to start winning games if you're the Boston Red Sox right now. Because here's the thing. You can't be given, you know, losing games like this to a really sad Minnesota Twins team that will probably not make the playoffs. You can't be losing to bad place teams right now. Because here's the thing, if you're playing Tampa Bay or if you're playing New York, I'm a little bit worried as a Boston Red Sox fan. If you're really losing to bad teams like being down 2 nothing, being down 3, maybe 4 nothing, as a Boston Red Sox fan, that's a little bit concerning. Because you should be beating the absolute crap out of all these bad teams. You should be the ones being up 8-3 to three or 8-4, to 9-4 to four or whatnot. You should be the one that's up by a lot of runs. You shouldn't be the ones that are down 2 nothing, down 3-0, 4-1. What is going on with this Boston Red Sox team? We have the power. We have the toys. We have the weapons. We have the players to win some games. But they're just not executing the way that we are supposed to do. And it's not looking good as a Boston Red Sox fan. Like, you should be sweeping the Texas Rangers, who just lost Joey Gallo, Rudnett Odor, and whatnot, who, who lost basically their best pitcher in Kyle Gibson and uh, Ian Kennedy to the Philadelphia Phillies. And the Phillies are a great team. I think they're in first place right now. Kudos to Phillies fans that are watching this. You know, they're in first place, you know, right. You know, the Mets are creeping up on them and the Braves. But, you know, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, like what's going on, Red Sox Nation? Like, what are you guys doing in order for us to be like this? Like, this is not supposed to be the team. Like, we're supposed to be a bad team right now. We were. We were supposed to be not a team that's looking for a wild card spot. We were supposed to be the team that, you know, isn't. A great team. We were supposed to be the team that's probably in dead last. Not, God forbid, not behind the Baltimore Orioles because that team is the joke of the MLB. But we were supposed to be a team that's really looking to strive and looking well, looking to do well. Yeah, we got my man Austin. What's up, man? Thank you for popping in. Appreciate you, brother. Um, but here's the thing: the Boston Red Sox were not supposed to be the team that. They are right now. They were supposed to be the team that could possibly be in fourth place. And, you know, I, you know, probably some broken doors and broken walls would have been in my house right now. And, you know, this team has been a very surprising team for the MLB right now. So, um, finally found the channel. There you go. And we have a question right here. You think the Mets are going to make a run for the playoffs and win the division? Austin, now that... It's a very great question, man. Thank you. I appreciate you for uh, asking that question. 
Will I think the Mets make a playoff run and win the division? You know, for me being a Mets fan, second favorite team in the MLB, I think that maybe the Mets could possibly make a run. You know, I've been saying this to start the show, you know, when I used to start it back in uh, a couple weeks ago. I've been saying I think this team could possibly be, you know, in the playoffs, the Mets. You know, they made a big splash in the MLB trade deadline getting, you know, Javier Baez. And I think Baez and Rudnett Ordor would make, um, you know, a great combination of those two. Austin says, I don't see it happening. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I feel bad for Mets fans. I really do. I really hope that they can strive well this year. But it seems like they're not the team to do it. But you can't give up hope just yet. Just like the Boston Red Sox being down 3 nothing to the New York Yankees in the playoffs. And we all see what's happening. And thank you for whoever gave me the like on YouTube. I appreciate that. It was probably awesome. So thank you, man. Um, but here's the thing. This team has been, uh, you know, very up and down, almost like the Boston Red Sox this season. And um, here's the thing Boston says. They got weapons. They're not showing it right now, which is disappointing to me. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. You and I talked about this before, about, you know, the New York Mets and, you know, and whatnot. But this team, the New York Mets, I thought they would have a lot of hype and whatnot because I was hoping because everyone – probably knew that well, the Mets would try to trade to get Chris Bryant. I would have never expected the um, was it New York Mets to try to trade for Javi Baez. Yes, I knew that, you know, they were trying to acquire some infield help, but I was thinking that, you know, um, the Mets would uh, try to get, I don't know, someone like a Trevor Story and, you know, talk about him. I'm surprised that Trevor Story is still on the Colorado Rockies. I thought they would be, you know, a team that's, you know, not looking for, um, you know, Trevor Story would have been the answer. But I read some, something saying that Javi Baez wants to play with uh, Francisco Lindor. And, you know, when I saw that, I was like, oh, and, uh, you know, uh, crap, what was I about to say? And, you know, I was thinking, oh, okay, the Mets will probably sign him in free agency, and, you know, that'll be that. Then I'm watching MLB Network, and I'm seeing Javi Baez is sent in a deal to the New York Mets. I'm thinking to myself, wow, all right, the Mets are actual contenders out there. They actually got the uh, a bat that they need. But, you know, Javi Baez, yes, he did hit a home run in his first Mets uniform, great. But, you know, this Mets team is almost like the Red Sox, so, like, disappointing that they have so much hype and whatnot, and they just can't really show it right here and right now. But don't give up hope on the Mets. I think that they still have a lot to improve on come this season and maybe next season. I think that they can definitely surpass everyone. And maybe, you know what? The Mets could be on a shock the world nation. Maybe it'll happen. You know, and whatnot. Let's see, we got two comments from Austin here. I don't want, I didn't want bias so much. I want a pitcher or a third baseman, right? You and I talked about that. And would he also say they needed a pitcher or a third baseman more, in my opinion? I agree. You know, the New York Mets were kind of in the Red Sox position, kind of needing like a first baseman, but, you know, vice versa, switching the plate. We needed a first baseman. Y'all needed a third baseman. And, you know, another person that comes to mind that when I think about this, could have been maybe that y'all could have gotten Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant would have been the ideal player that y'all could have gotten. And I think that you guys would have been great with the acquisition of Chris Bryant because he has the power. And plus, here's the thing. You couldn't just throw him at third base. He's a guy that plays everywhere. Put him in left field. Put him in center field. You can also throw him in right field too. Maybe throw him second base, first base. He's a – you. He's almost like a Brock Holt, if you guys think about it, because Brock Holt, when he used to be on the Red Sox and, and, and Rangers and whatnot and Brewers, he was a utility man. A utility man means that he can you can basically put him anywhere. Like, I thought Brock Holt only played second base. No, Brock Holt plays everywhere for the Red Sox. He played second base. He sometimes plays shortstop, third base, first base, and he even played some outfield. And, boy, he, he pitched 
a very slow ball, 35 miles per hour. Wow, is that slow as an MLB player. But wow. But guys, we are going to hit our first break, and we're going to talk more about the Boston Red Sox a little bit more. And uh, we'll get in some uh, NFL talk so that you guys can uh, ask me more questions out here on uh, TikTok and, you know, out there on the YouTube world. But we will hit the break. I'm Devin Telgani, and this is Clutch. What's going on, everyone? Welcome or welcome back to The Clutch. So we have a lot of viewers watching this, which is great. I've had the most viewers on here watching this six, which is great. Hopefully by episode 20, we could get maybe 20 viewers or whatnot. But I appreciate all you guys for watching on TikTok and YouTube. This is really great. So here's a question that I, I have for myself. And if you want to comment or chime in on YouTube or TikTok or whatnot, what? should the Red Sox do with Matt Barnes right now? Because here's the thing. He's not really looking for – he's not looking like the closer that he was. And um, he's really not looking like the kind of closer that the Red Sox even expected. I'm even surprised that he's he was even in, in a closing spot for the Boston Red Sox. You know, Matt Barnes, here's the thing. I don't know if you guys knew about this, but he was very up and down for me. Up and down, meaning that he'll blow saves, he'll blow leads and whatnot. And right now, Matt Barnes is looking like that for the Boston Red Sox. You know, I'm very upset that, you know, he's blowing leads. And, you know, here's the thing. Am I surprised? Am I shocked? No, I'm not. Because this is the player that Matt Barnes is supposed to be. But am I liking what he's Becoming to be, he's becoming to be the old Matt Barnes right now. And I'm not happy about that. I'm really not happy about how he's becoming his old self for the Boston Red Sox. You know, he saved a couple games here and there and whatnot. And, you know, and here we go, Austin with a comment saying he's looking like Diaz for the Mets. He is. He is. He really is looking like Edwin Diaz for the New York Mets. And it's, I'm not happy about that. I, I really am not. You know, it's just, you know, shocking to see that Matt Barnes is literally blowing leads for the Boston Red Sox. And it's not looking too well. You know, if you have a run on the lead against the Tampa Bay race or the New York Yankees, I'm not, you know, I'm not trusting Matt Barnes right now. If I'm Alex Cora right now and you're asking me who would you go for the closer spot, I would go Garrett Whitlock because he's been pitching phenomenal well and you can throw in rollers too. But I would definitely go with Garrett Whitlock as the Red Sox new closer. And I really think that he can strive and he can do well in a closing spot for the Boston Red Sox. You know, if Matt Barnes can't do what he does right now, you have to go with Garrett Whitlock for the new closer for the Boston Red Sox. And, you know, this team has had a, a lot of roller coasters up and down, up and down and whatnot. But this team has been very emotional, if you ask me. And I think that this team can possibly turn things around if they come back and win against Minnesota tonight. And then we have one more against them tomorrow night. And then we go Friday night 
we go up to Cleveland to face the I'm calling them the Indians. I know that their names are the Guardians or whatnot, but I'm calling them the Indians until next season because, you know, the name change, I think, is so stupid. Just leave it as it is. The Cleveland Indians. That's the name they should have had. That's the name they should have put and whatnot. And, you know, it's just the name of the baseball team. You know, they've been there ever since, you know, the team was created and founded and whatnot, you know. I just hate how, you know, people are changing names like the Washington football team and Red Sox whatnot. And, you know, and here we go, Austin, with the comment. Red Sox have so much potential. They are World Series contenders, but they are not showing it right now. They got to fix the issue right now or they won't make the playoffs. Austin, man, you are just hitting the mark with these questions and answers right now. Because I agree. Because, you know, by episode one of the clutch, I was excited. I was pumped up about this Red Sox team. We were 8.5 games ahead of the New York Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays, but this team has been so agonizing. Yes, I'm using a very grown-up big word. Agony. This team is very frustrating. It's had a lot of ups and downs, but I really hope this team can come back to win against a really sad Minnesota Twins team. And, you know, this, you know, it, it's just not looking good for the Boston Red Sox. You know, if they lose two out of three to the Minnesota Twins and the A's are winning, then the Red Sox are losing hopes for the playoffs right now. And, you know, it's not looking good for this team. And I just don't know what to say. Hopefully by episode 17, I can say a lot of positive things. Because I think by episode number 17, the Red Sox will be playing the race for for four games hopefully they've either won one game or not or they've had a lot of wins and whatnot but you know and we we have one more question here from my tiktok blog that says who do you think will win the world series now that's a very early question to ask we're almost in the end of august but if you ask me this it, a lot of teams i think can win the world series but the one team that I really think that has a lot of potential besides maybe the Red Sox, I want to see the Chiefs, the Cheatstros, a.k.a. the Astros in there. But if I go NL, I'm not going to say the Dodgers. I'm going to go with the San Diego Padres in the World Series. Because here's the thing. They have a lot of potential, and they have a lot of, you know, things to worry about and whatnot. And I think with Machado, with Tatis, I think they have a lot of potential. See Austin Summits right here. They're like the Mets. They have so much potential. Maybe uh, they were too overhyped this year, and now they've lost focus. Maybe both teams can turn things around and make deep playoff runs. You know, Austin, I like your positivity. I really do. I really hope that this you know Mets team can – turn things around and maybe surpass the Phillies, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But let's move on. Wipe our hands away from the Boston Red Sox right now. Boston official, how we doing? What is up? Let's talk about the big news that, you know, I kind of saw coming for the New England Patriots. Patriots tweet, tweet, wow, I'm talking like Tweety Bird. Patriots trade away Sony Michelle to the Rams and we get draft picks in return. I love the trade. I love the trade because here's the thing. Sony Michelle has been working out for the Patriots, but he hasn't been producing a lot for us. And if you guys saw in episode 15, I was talking about how Sloney Michelle, thank God I don't have to use that word again, but Sloney Michelle, uh, you know, and Austin's asking, why did you trade Sony Michelle? So Here's what I'm hearing about why we are go why we trade away Sony, aka Sloney Michelle. I'm gonna miss Sony. Yeah, I'm, here's the thing. I will miss Sony Michelle, but I think it was either between James White or Sony Michelle to let go for the New England Patriots. But the reason why they probably let Sony Michelle go is that if you think about it in kind factor is that the Rams kind of needed a running back after Cam Akers, you know, tore his ACL and is now out for the whole season. 
because they have now Henderson and now they have Sloaney Michelle as running back options. And I think that's great for, um, I'm trying to think of uh, Matthew Stafford right now because he needs some weapons. And picking up Sony Michelle from the New England Patriots is a great weapon. He's, you know, he scored like, you know, 99 touchdowns said, the only touchdown against the Rams in Super Bowl 53. Super Bowl 53? Yeah, 53. And, you know, I'm going to miss him. He was a great running back for the Patriots. Don't get me wrong. I love to see him running, running the ball. And, you know, he was, you know, Cam's weapon last season. But it really is going to be hard to see him go because, you know, I kind of saw this coming. I was surprised to see him go. It's like a happy, sad moment for the Patriots. It really is, you know. You know, and Austin says here, uh, Cam Akers tore his ACL to kill the team and the second strong, second string got hurt yesterday uh, as well, right? So basically, right, like I said, the uh, Rams needed a running back. We're in dire need of one, which is true. You know, I think that this team has, you know, a lot of potential with weapons and having their new quarterback in Matthew Stafford. You know, many people are counting out the Rams. I wouldn't count them out. You know, I think that Matthew Stafford deserves to be in the playoffs. He's a top 15, maybe top 20 quarterback, if you ask me, but we can get into the top 20s later or 10s. But I think that this team has a lot of potential, the Rams, with picking up Sloney Michelle. You know, I think that it was a great move for the Rams. Am I going to miss him as a Patriot? Yes and no. No, because he sometimes got hurt and whatnot, but, you know, this team has a lot of potential, and we need to get rid of some running backs because we have Stevenson, we have Harris, now we have James White, Brandon Bolden. It's just like one of those running backs we're going to be gone and whatnot. Let's see. And Austin's asking, how did the Giants and Patriots joint practice go? I don't know. I didn't watch it, you know, because, you know, it was preseason, and, you know, they're just warming up. So I didn't really watch the joint practices. But the Giants and Patriots are playing, I think, Sunday for their third and final game of the of the regular season. Wow. I, I, I'm getting too too much ready for the regular season of preseason. And, you know, I just love that, you know, preseason will be over with. And there will be finally, after two weeks, answers to questions that many people have been asking, saying, you know, Oh, well, um, Boston saw a few few highlights. Okay, nice. There you go. Um, but here's the thing. You know, many questions will be answered for this NFL season. And I'll talk about that uh, in the next couple of minutes. But, you know, questions like, how will Matthew Stafford do in a new uniform? Will Jared Goff perform well for a crappy team in the Lions? Maybe the Lions make the playoffs with Jared Goff. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, hey, anything can happen. How will Cam Newton do with the new shinery of weapons that the Patriots got in Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, and whatnot? And, you know, Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. You know, I'm excited for this Patriots season. I cannot wait to see what this team has inside for everyone. You know, many people on here are going to say, you know, the dynasty's over. You know, the Patriots aren't going to do well and whatnot. But I really think that this dynasty isn't over. This dynasty has just begun. And I think that, you know, there are going to be a lot of haters and a lot of doubters out there that will say, oh, blah, 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 the Patriots season's over. You guys aren't going to be making the playoffs. But you know what? With this preseason and the determination of Cam Newton, I think that this team has a lot to show. I think they really do. They have a lot to show. They have a lot to prove. And you know what? Like I've been saying to start off this uh, podcast, Cam Newton is on a revenge tour. He really is. He's trying to prove the haters wrong and whatnot. Let's see, Austin has a prediction. Patriots are going 9-8, and 10-7, and seven, or 11-6. Austin, man, I like the way you're thinking, man. I think that the Patriots um, can, you know, basically go 11-6. and 11-6 is my highest. 11-6 and six will be the highest I'll go for the Patriots. Maybe – I'll be pushing it saying 12 and 5, but I really think that this team can 
beyond a shock the world. And here's the thing. I agree with, you know, what one of my TikTokers says. The Rams need one more good player to wrap up their offense together. And I agree. I think that the uh, L.A. Rams, so I'll say St. Louis, the L.A. Rams just need that one shiny toy, whether it's a tight end, a wide receiver, because they just got a great running back. And, you know, Sloane Michelle. I think he's going to do great. He's going to strive well in Rams uniform. I think he's going to do great. But I think that just like the Patriots, I keep saying, they just need one more weapon. Like maybe get like a Golden Tate. Try to trade for a Christian Kirk. Try to do something, Bill. Because here's the thing. You've impressed me this season. You've really impressed me, Bill Belichick. And if you're watching this, kudos to you. You've done the job that every Patriots fan has been waiting for. You really have. But, guys, we're going to hit our last break. When we come back, the NFL season starts up soon. And what questions shall be answered for the NFL come in the next two weeks? We're going to hit the break. I'm Devin Telegani, and this is The Clutch. Welcome and welcome back to the final minutes of episode number 16 of The Clutch. If you guys are tuning in, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for all the likes, all the comments. Um, Austin, thank you for the comments. And if all you guys want to come in, comment and whatnot, you know, join in my TikTok live. If you guys want to follow me, Dead Sports Guy, we are at 30K followers. I cannot believe that. But we got a very important question, everyone. The NFL season starts up soon. A lot of questions got to be answered, guys. Will Cam Newton strive for the New England Patriots in his second season after COVID last season? How well will the Browns do and whatnot? Austin says, awesome show, Dev, bro. This has been so much fun. I can't thank you enough. Hey, man, thank you for asking the questions. And uh, let me hear it one time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um but here's the thing. The NFL season starts up very soon. You know, will Cam Newton and um, the New England Patriots strive with all their shiny new toys and weapons? If you ask me that, I think so. I think they will. I think the uh, Patriots will do well. And uh, I think the Patriots will make the playoffs. Wild card. I think they'll be the sixth or seventh seed winning at least 10 to 11 games uh for sure oh I was, let's go giants out don't share that on my show i'm not a giants fan i'm kidding i'm kidding but um yeah here's the thing we just wondering what's going on man um here's a question everyone's asking me oh with the whole covid thing and oh cam newton's not gonna be uh you know starting five days for the patriots this week Oh, my God, what's going to happen, Dev? Oh, my God, why are you? No, don't stress out about this. Everybody take a deep breath. Everyone take it easy. Everyone calm down um, and whatnot. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you can say your stuff, man. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But here's the thing. Um, yes, Cam Newton 
will start the New England Patriots. And I think he'll do well. And here's the thing. I'm saying this on here because I think it'll happen. So here's the scenario. Let's go through the first four games for the New New England Patriots. Dolphins home. Win. Away against the Jets. Win. Home against the Saints. Win. So that is three and um you know Austin. I I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh man, Austin, I love you, man. Thank you for putting up the questions, man. I really appreciate your commentary. Um here's the thing. Patriots will be going three and out. Patriots are going three and out before the Tampa Bay Bucks game. I can see it happening. I can see it striving. The Patriots are gonna are on a revenge tour. The Patriots are on a shock the world nation right now. And and it's gonna happen. I think that excuse me, the New England Patriots will be in a playoff berth, will be the sixth or seventh seed in the playoffs, and could possibly win maybe two, maybe three games in the playoffs. If this toys out really well, if it toys out well, Austin, I appreciate you so much for what's free. I wouldn't have been here today, man. Austin, man. Other than sneaky, you're my second favorite Giants fan on this on this right now. I appreciate everything you do, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, but here's the thing: I think the New England Patriots will, you know, definitely do well in the playoffs. I think they could win the wild card game. I think they win the second playoff game. AFC Championship, I don't know. That is big out there. And um, Philly Sports. How's it, Philly? What's up, Dev? What about Big Blue Ant? Yeah, don't worry. Big Blue Ant's up there, man. Don't worry. Big Blue Ant is up there. Sorry, third, Austin. You're my third. Big Blue Ant is second. You have to. You have to appreciate uh, Positive Philly on here. He asked me, what are your thoughts on the NL East? Um, I So I think the NL East, since we're talking about football right here, it's time that I can switch it up. Um, here's the thing. I think that the uh, NL East, it's, it's really interesting if you ask me. Because you got the Phillies, you got the Braves, and you got the Mets. And the other team in there, but don't at me if I'm wrong. But if you ask me who's going to be doing well this year for the NL East, I think it's the Phillies. The Philly, even, even though my second favorite team is the Mets, and lots of Philly, you know this, and Austin, you know this, everyone else watching, you know this, that my second favorite team is the New York Mets. And I really think that the Philadelphia Phillies are going to be striving well in the playoffs this year. Possibly could they make it to the World Series? That's putting it. That's pushing as positive Philly says, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I because if you guys don't know out there, out on my uh podcast, positive Philly from the name Philly, he is a Philadelphia Phillies fan. And I speak the truth. I really do. I really think that this team can you know, strive well in the playoffs. Because here's the thing. We need to end the drought. You know what? Positive Philly, a.k.a. Mike? Yeah. I think that you guys need to. You know, this team hasn't won the World Series in over a decade. But they've been striving well in some playoffs here and there. But I think this team has a lot of potential. I think this team can do it. Unlike the Mets, I can't believe I'm saying that. And I'm a Mets fan. But I think that the Philadelphia Phillies will do well in this year's playoffs. Because, you know, just like the Boston Red Sox, the, the Red Sox are in a, in a drought fight for, you know, a playoff spot. But the Phillies are in a different spot. They're in first place. They're striving. They're doing well. I think the Phillies will do well. Now, back to the NFL and what I was talking about. But, uh, let's go Yankees. Hey, you guys are on an 11-game winning streak which is great right now. And uh, so here's the thing. The NFL starts up. 
question is, let's see, we got two comments over here. Let's see what we got from the mouth to God ears. <laughs> from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the off topic. No, hey, you know, it's fine to, to ask questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Because here's the thing. I could be talking about the NFL, and if you guys pop up here and ask about, you know, football, you know, baseball, even basketball, that's fine because it's my show. You know, if you guys want to ask any more questions off topic, saying like, you know, Devin, how's your whatnot or, you know, what's going on in your life, that's fine because it's my show, episode number 16. Next week will be episode number 17, and I appreciate everyone that's watching TikTok or everyone that's on here, you know, watching it from YouTube. It's great. It's great to be off, off topic. Hey, even Sneaky G-Man, he goes off topic a lot, and it's fine. This is on YouTube. I'm making either a fool out of myself or I'm saying the right stuff at the wrong time. And you know what? I could give two craps about it because, you know, it's my life. And, you know, if I'm making a fool, great. If I'm not, even greater, you know, because I really don't mind. Do you have people on your show? Should I start? Oh. Sorry, should I start my own show? Yeah, go right ahead. You know, if you want to strive to do what's best for you, I say do it. Start your own show for sure. I mean, this is on StreamYard and this is on TikTok. And, you know, here's the thing. Do you have people on the show? I've had my best friend Nick LeBlanc on the show. And if you want to be on the show, you can always hit me up and I can send you guys the link directly. And then uh, we can come on here. We can talk sports and, you know, chill out for, you know, an hour or whatnot. But we are not, I, I don't know how the heck Sneaky G-Man does four hours. I cannot do four hours of podcasting. I can do two hours, maybe three, but I cannot do four or five. But, yeah, if you guys want to be on the show, hit me up. I can send you the link. And, you know, this is going to be awesome. Sonny Michelle is great. Deb, what's going on? Mason, what's going on? Love the stream. I appreciate that. But, guys, Right before I end the show, um, two more questions. I think that's going to be answered. You know, like I said earlier about the whole Cam Newton saga, I think that, you know, Cam Newton is going to do well for the New England Patriots second time. And here's the thing. The most second question, I, you know, that people should ask is that, thank you, man, for the fire. Appreciate that, brother. Um, how well will Daniel Jones do? his kind of third season for the New York Giants. And here's a question that everyone strives and everyone wants to know. I really, you know, I, I asked Giants fans, you know, how do you think about Daniel Jones and how will he do? The difference between last season and this season, the Giants have a lot of potential, I think, this season. I think that, you know, if the Giants can do what they do, I think they'll do fine. I think they could possibly, possibly, I'm knocking on wood because I have a wood desk here, they could possibly make the playoffs, and I think that they can possibly win maybe 10, 7 games. 11, I'll go to my highest, all, all you Giants and, you know, NFC East fans out there. I really think the Giants can strive and do well. I really think so. Positive Philly, what's your other question, man? I'm here all day. What are your thoughts on Peyton Shane for Sony Michelle and the Rams to the Rams? So I just answered that. So I'll answer it right here, right now. Our own line is still suspect. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. So let me get to Sony Michelle. About Sony Michelle, I think that it was a great move by the Rams. They needed a lot of help with running backs after Cam Akers was done for the season. And, you know, I just love the trade. I think that, you know, the Rams need one more shiny weapon and they'll do fine this year. So I kind of love the trade for Sony Michelle, a.k.a. Sloney Michelle, because he is a slow running back. But, you know, going back to my Giants thought, I think that Kenny Galladay can have over 20 touchdowns. If Kenny, If Daniel Jones can make Kenny Galladay look like a great wide receiver, then I think the Giants can strive well this season. I think they can go 11-7, and seven, possibly win the division. If you ask me about the Dallas Cowboys, I think they could be probably second, third. But I really think the Giants can do well in this year. I really think that they can strive and do well. 
So Apostle Philly goes, so you guys have Damien Harris and James White. We have them. And we also have, um, what's his face? Uh, we have uh, Stevenson and we have Brendan Bolden as our running backs right now. The New England Patriots. So I really think that, you know, yes, people on TikTok and, you know, YouTube, they say that Daniel Jones is a laughing stock. But, you know, like they say in the wonderful saying, third time is a charm. Because here's the thing. I think the Giants and the Patriots are kind of in the same dwellum of seasons this year. Because here's the thing. The Giants got a couple of shiny weapons for their offense. The Patriots got a lot of shiny weapons. And I really think that this team can surpass and shock the world. Both the New England Patriots and Giants are on a shock the world nation right here and right now. Because I really think, because many people think that Daniel Jones is not going to be good this year. And here's the thing, that may happen. I mean, I'm not God. I'm not Oprah Winfrey. I'm not Steve Harvey. I'm not Max Kellerman. Heck, I'm not even Stephen A. Smith. But I sometimes know my sports and I sometimes don't. But I really sometimes have some good opinions. But I'm not saying I'm right all the time. Because nobody is right 100% of the time. But here's the thing. I really think that the New York Giants and the New England Patriots, you see the same thing, how they have new, new. I think that they are going to be in the playoffs this year. And here's the thing. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Because I'm wrong basically half of the time and whatnot. You know, the Patriots have a great defense. The Patriots have a great O-line. The Giants' O-line is kind of Their defense is great and whatnot. But this team is on a shock the world nation for the Giants and for the New England Patriots. And I can't wait to see what they got left. And I positively, you are Kevin Telgani and you have good short takes. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that, brother. But guys, sadly, episode number 16 of the clutch has come to an end. Guys, excuse me. I really appreciate all your commentary. Awesome. Thank you for the comments. And I'll positively thank you for coming in here. Guys, go follow uh, the sports network on here so that you guys can comment. You know, coming from my TikTok, you guys can come on here. You guys can have your questions on live and we can sit and we can chat and whatnot. But I appreciate all you guys for watching episode number 16 of The Clutch. This is amazing. This is awesome. Guys, I'm always live for um, my episodes for these for Clutch, Wednesdays, 8 o'clock p.m. So be there or be square. Guys, I really appreciate all you guys. You, you know, I really feel like, you know, crying tears of joy because I wouldn't be on here or on StreamYard if it wasn't for hard work and dedication, and that's what you guys need in life. If anyone tells you that you can't do it, Always remember that you can, you can do it. You know, if you want to ask that girl out and you think that, you know, you're out of her league, you know what? Shoot your shot. That's going to be my new phrase I should put up here. Shoot your shot. Go ahead. Go do it. You know, if you're losing in Madden by 13 and you think it's fourth and 20 and you think you can't do it, I say go for it. I'm going to use Sneaky G-Man Sloman and make it count. Do what you want to do that's best for you. And that's all you need in life is to do well, strive well, and always say, I think I can or I know I can. And all of you guys can make it count, make it great, and shoot your shot. And do well. That's all you guys need to do in life is to really – Just be out there, do your best, have a smile, even if you're upset or whatnot. But again, guys, I appreciate all you guys for coming on for the questions. Awesome. Thank you again. Positive Philly, a.k.a. Mike. Guys, go follow their YouTube. Go follow their TikToks and whatnot. You know, you guys are really great. Thank you for all the input because, you know, I would just be here sitting there, you know, blabbling off. If it wasn't for you guys and the questions today, It would have made episode number 16 a spectacular one. So, guys, 
I appreciate everything. Thank you for the questions. And we will see you guys next week. Same time, same pretty face, and whatnot. We out here, Pat Nation. Woo! Episode number 16 of The Clutch. We will see you guys next time. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you.